Hey, welcome to the EchoCast. I am Bon Diesel, and I am on my own today. We've had a couple great guests in the last month or so. It's been awesome. Uh, this week, it's just going to be me, and then uh, the next two weeks will feature Deep Fried Dave and a uh, a deep dive into Division One and possible Division Two lore and story. So be on the lookout for that. This would be episode 22. Amazing. Can't believe it's happening. I appreciate you guys so much. The switch to iTunes slash Anchor has been really awesome. Um, I'm, I'm going to kind of ride Anchor as my main site moving forward. Uh, SoundCloud, I have a great following. Um, I'm going to keep posting there. Um, but Anchor links you to iTunes. It also links to a few other places. And if you have any desire to support the podcast, support my content in general, um, Anchor actually allows you to essentially, uh, like Patreon or even Twitch, uh, you can sign up to be a supporter. Check it out on my Anchor link. If you don't want to, that is 1,000% okay. Long story short, just uh, the more I can justify my time doing this stuff, the more stuff I can do. So, from there... I will transition to content updates. So, um, starting last week, I started doing fewer streams. Um, I was trying to do five streams a week. Um, that's just not sustainable um, currently. Uh, I, I've realized that, and, and so far, it's it's looked this way, that if I can do fewer, longer streams, uh, so like four, four-hour streams, instead of five two-hour streams, um, it's just better in general for you guys. For me, um, it's just a more satisfying experience, and and I'm really enjoying it. Um, I think that's what I'm going to ride with for now. I'm sure as things change, maybe I'll I'll update and do different stuff, but that's the plan for now. Four, three to four-hour streams a week, and uh, I'll always post those schedules. I'm also going to try to make at least one of them last a little bit longer um, until 11, 10 or 11 at night. Um, just because I realized that there's people in central and Western time that are like still at work when I'm streaming. So be on the lookout for those changes. Um, I would like to do a giveaway soon. Um, I have no idea what to give away, so I'm open to suggestions. If you want something division related, if you want something gaming related, maybe just a gift card. I don't know. It's up to you guys. I'm happy to, uh, to take suggestions, uh, don't forget that I do have the clip of the month on my stream where whatever clip has the most views at the end of every month will get a little uh, a little bonus uh, $20 gift card or a Bond Diesel merchandise item. So make sure to check that out when you're on my uh, Twitch channel. And the last thing is um, the 30-day, 31-day August video challenge obviously didn't... Uh, go all the way. I just basically couldn't handle it time-wise. Uh, but we got some good videos out. Um, we got some good stuff going. And um, honestly, I uh, feel pretty good about how it went. Um, the only uh, thing uh, is that it just didn't finish. So uh, I put out a video this last week um, about the most recent Gamescom Division 2 trailer. 
I was able to um, do a little breakdown on that and it seemed to be received very well. Um, I'm also going to be doing um, the Twitter concept art or and or screenshot breakdowns where I post a, a new screenshot or concept art and then I zoom in on various things just to point them out, maybe ask questions, see what you guys think about it. So that's all I have for content updates right now. We'll have more stuff in the future. Stay of the game recap. So I'm going to keep the recap relatively quick. And then in the division news, um, maybe go a little deeper into some of the issues that cropped up during the stay of game and even before at Gamescom. So they talked about 1.8.3, um, it being released. Um, as far as we know, there's no big issues, uh, like bug wise. There was a very quickly, I saw some chatter about their, um, the immunizer not working anymore against Pred, but now I've seen re- repeated people, um, saying that that's not true and that, um, the immunizer still working fine. So I'm going to continue believing that. Um, the, the changes seem to be good that the main complaint I've kind of seen is just some issues with uh striker and I will uh, kind of elaborate on that in a little bit. Um, and solo play more than anything. Uh, they talked about the shield, um, you know, nothing really big with it, but they did extend the survival free week, um, for another few days because they did have some issues on that first day of the shield slash survival. Um, including myself, I wasn't able to do anything because they shut down the survival cues to fix some stuff. Um, and then they went pretty deep into the pre-order situation. Some information got leaked about those, and then it just got posted officially on a bunch of pages and pretty much everywhere, and people are starting to do their pre-orders. Um, they talked about the different editions. Um, I'm not really going to go into that. I suggest uh, looking up what editions are available in your region and country and so-and-so. Um, they talked about the early access, the three days early, um, on certain additions to the game in general, and then the seven day early access, um, with the year one pass, uh, to the DLCs that will be free for everyone. So, um, they talked about the beta. They clarified that there's going to be a private beta and then a closed beta. The private beta is with the pre-orders. The closed beta is with the, um, the free where you could just sign up on their website. And if I had to guess to throw in my own idea is that they'll probably have an open beta right before the game comes out as well, but we'll see. Uh, and then the last thing they clarified was some of the stuff with this, the, the stash and how the, uh, the Phoenix edition or the ultimate or whatever it is, um, is going to get more spaces in the stash. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll keep my opinions for the next portion here. Um, but basically they tried to reiterate that they remember the problems and, and the lessons they learned with the small cash side or the stash in division one, where I believe it was only 50 spaces. Now it's 150. Um, and our backpacks are significantly larger as well. So, um, I, I, I yeah, so I'll, I'll get deeper into that. But basically for me, they didn't give us exact details. That is something that'd be nice just to quell some fears, but I think they gave us enough information for now to relax a little bit. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'm hopeful. But that said, into division news. So the first thing I'll quickly mention is that there's a few new articles, um, some interviews with uh, Garrity, some interviews with um, Manny. He's one of the guys that works at Ubisoft um, talking about DC, how it's going to have different uh, six distinct districts. Um, 
they talked a little bit about, I believe it's Roosevelt Island, which is currently not, I believe, in the map. So I suspect that's going to be one of the expansions, which is super exciting because that gives me some inclination that we may have even more um, expansions that you know expand the map this time. Um, and, and the base map already appears to be larger than the original game. And then they're even seemingly going to expand on that. We don't know all those details yet, so I, I won't, you know, get too far ahead of myself. But it does seem pretty dang exciting. Um, the next thing is a one point eight point three impressions. So kind of like I mentioned quickly, um, the the biggest downside seems to be that the only way you can solo rogue and DZ at this point is to be no, uh, is to do the nomad set. I would argue in in some ways that, uh, yeah, sure, that's the point. Uh, Nomad's finally behaving the way it was supposed to. At the same time, for people who like to do solo um, PvP, um, try to, you know, do 1v server and stuff, um, obviously that experience is essentially ruined. Um, I I mean, obviously my uh, viewpoint on it is is kind of uh, skewed, maybe. And, um... I uh, I don't know I I don't I I don't know 100% how to feel about it because that's not really a part of my game but I still feel like it's important to respect the people um, who do enjoy that part of the game so um I, I I'm not expecting any giant changes I will say that at 12:30 at night on a Friday evening I saw Terry Spear engaging with um someone who that's their primary method of play in this game. Um, and having a nice conversation with them and trying to figure out what they think and stuff like that. I'm not going to go out and say that I think there's going to be any big changes before Division 2 comes out. I suspect 1.8.3 was going to be the last like major patch. Uh, but I could be wrong, and hopefully I am. Um, other than that, it seems like overall things are fine. You know, it's Everyone's kind of feeling things out. I'm seeing people using Hexo builds, Ninja builds, straight hybrid builds of 3 and 3. Um, it, it seems like everyone's kind of poking at it and seeing what the meta is. I'm, you know, I've seen a decent amount of complaints about Pred and um, and stuff like that. Um, but at the very least, it looks like people are experimenting. So I'm kind of curious to see where that goes long run. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll have to see. I I maybe even get uh, may, may get a little crazy and jump on in there myself. Okay, so what's probably going to be the longest part? <laughs> of of this uh of this podcast this week is going to be talking about the pre-order controversy and all of the uh what I would call hubbub about it. Um so if you pay attention to my Twitter, um bless you, you're a very patient person then. Um you'll see that I kind of wasn't um afraid to jump in and kind of throw my opinions to some people with much larger followings than me. Subsequently, I also deleted a lot of those tweets because uh, uh, I still don't not mean anything I said, but uh, probably worded things ways I shouldn't have, uh, and calling out some people's credibility and stuff. So that's unnecessary and pre-amateur. That said, that still doesn't change the fact that I think that uh, I think that some people are passionate and simply overreacted without waiting for enough information, um, and I think some people simply uh, just wanted attention. Um, I, I don't really know who is who at this point. I kind of don't really care anymore. Um, all I'll say is that when new information comes out, please remember that 
few people have pure, uh, purely uh, unbiased reasons for their opinions and for things that they may say or do, including myself. Um, just take things with a, 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 a dose of skepticism from the devs, from the official game, from big streamers, from small streamers, from big content creators to small content creators. Just, just make sure to maybe have your own opinions. And, and more than anything, I just kind of beg people to wait until you have maybe not the whole story. The whole story might not be something we have for division two for a while. Um, simply because, um, you know, they aren't going to give us all of the information right now, but I, I do at least encourage people to, uh, to not just jump to conclusions. You need to remember that there's, there's people who are going to be 100% for the game, no matter what they say or do. There's people who consider me in that boat. Um, and while I understand that, I think that they're mistaken. Um, the people who tend to think that I think don't pay attention to any of my content, they just see that I'm a star player and assume I'm a shill. That's cool. Whatever. It is what it is. At this point, I'm starting to get over it. That said, um, there's also people, uh, and, and I would say this is a relatively large number, um, who who are going to be negative about this game and the sequel no matter what they say or do. Um, so, you know, I'm sure some of our favorite creators are going to come out with some really you know negative and some very um sensationalized videos in the next one to six weeks and um i just i just caution people to just simply believe anything that you know various people will say um because don't forget that a lot of these people are it's slow they're a little bored right now and they're there, there's many reasons for people to think and say things that they may think and say. So I'll just leave it there. Moving on to the actual issues that came up. Um, so the, the main one um, is the stash. I'm going to talk about that last. The other issues I saw people talking about um, in, in, a, in, a smaller, um, in a smaller way, I saw people talking about um, like the early access um, and, and some particular people were extremely upset about the three days early access to the game in a game like battlefield and stuff like that, where day one players are mixed right in with day 50, or in this case, day three players, I get it. Uh, I've never seen a ton of kickback on it with EA and other companies that do it. Um, but that is a situation where I get it. Someone could be multiple levels ahead. You're going to get thrown into the same lobbies with them. And they're simply just going to kick your ass for a few days until you can recover and catch up. I, I just don't think it's as big of an issue with a game like The Division. Um, especially if the Division 2 leveling and gating system is set up even remotely like this one. Um... Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I know that the, the, the world tiers and stuff didn't exist when the game came out. I remember that. But I still just don't think... I, I think that the only people who are going to get that far ahead of people in three days are probably the same people who are going to get ahead of anyone anyways. Um, the, the, the names I saw that were so upset about it are the same people who are going to probably stream it 12 hours a day for the first two weeks. 
And so whether or not they got it three days early, they, they were still just going to be, they were going to kick everyone's butt for the average person to the 99.9% of players that play the game. The three days will be a bit of a boost, but I would be willing to bet that a super significant number of those people won't even finish the story by the time that everyone else gets access to the game. Uh, for me personally, it's kind of a non-factor. The seven days early on the DLC is a little different for the year one pass people. Um, but when they addressed it on the state of the game, they gave some mild impression that there, there will not be like a gear advantage to having that, that you'll just get to touch the content early, but not necessarily be geared up more than the other people. What that means, whether that's true, they, they weren't super clear on it. I suspect cause they probably don't even know themselves entirely. Um, but I, I don't think that's really where I, I think people can chill a bit about that. I know they won't. I know specific people definitely aren't going to, but that is what it is. Um, the beta was another issue I saw some people have about, uh, I think that there was some confusion that people didn't realize that the free beta they signed up for around E3 and still can, um, will be a closed beta. The pre-order bonuses talk about a private beta and they clarified on state of the game that there will be a private beta and then that closed beta, uh, and, and that there are two separate deals. Now, if you're in the private that you should be in the closed as well. So it, it's just funny because, you know, I saw a lot of, you know, people rip roaring about, you know, Oh, you have to pay now to play the beta. No, you don't, you don't have to, if you want to pre-order, which I assume a lot of people will, uh, then you do that. You pre-order and you get to play the beta oh, probably a week earlier. Um, if you don't want to pay and you want to wait it out and check it out without paying a penny, sign up for that closed beta. I'm willing to bet that almost everyone who signs up for that is going to get into it because it's essentially free advertising. And then I wouldn't even be surprised if that, if there's an open beta right before the game comes out that will have, um, you can just download it and play it. And so I, I just, I, I think that the beta is a complete non-starter issue and that, that people can kind of chill out. Um, I saw a little bit of stuff about the, the different editions of the pre-orders you can get. I, I, it does suck that outside of the North America or the Americas region, the DZ that has the statue does not have the year one pass. Um, I'm assuming that there's some regional reason for that and that they aren't just screwing over people for the fun of it. Um, I, I understand it's a fairly popular thing for people to think that that's, that's the motivation behind a lot of decisions. At the end of the day, you don't make as much money when you screw people over like that. So I, I don't believe that's that's the reason that they aren't including the year one pass. I, I kind of assume there's some really dumb laws or real, rules or regulations. Uh, maybe I'm uh, maybe I don't get it. Maybe I'm too uh, too kind to them. I don't know, but um, that is a bummer. So I, I can I can agree that that sucks, um, and that would be nice if there was some clear explanation of why there was a difference. So last, but definitely not least, was the stash conversation. So there is this inclination that the um, the Ultimate Edition, I believe, in the Phoenix, which comes with the Ultimate, will have a larger stash size, according to the marketing. So I get both sides. I get that that's upsetting, 
to people on face value. My issue is, is that there was some really emotional reaction to it, um, by, by large and small. And, and there was reaction to it in the sense of no matter how this is set up, you shouldn't touch this. No matter, even if it's completely okay, even if the way it's done is, is, is quote unquote good. I guess maybe I'm just not, I don't have a ton of history in RPG games, so I guess I just don't get it. But to me, especially after state of the game, the impression I'm getting is that we'll have just as much, if not more storage from a satisfaction point of view as we do currently in division one. And that that addition is just going to have a little extra, you know, uh, I really hate the way that they've done some of the wording with it by saying it's like the most dedicated players and, and stuff like that. Yeah. That's kind of dumb, but, um, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't think it's as simple as just being no matter how they do this, it's bad. Um, I do get the idea that if say everyone gets 150 spots like we currently have and the people who pre-order only get like five more spots, um, the, the, the talk is that that's a rip off for them. And that's fair. I, I can agree with that to a point. I think the argument is that they're not just getting that they're getting a lot of other stuff as well for that extra money. Um, the other argument is that if say we all get like 25 spots and people with the ultimate edition get 50 or a hundred and then there's, you know, that, that, that's a problem too, right? Just judging by the way that the division has behaved in the past. I don't see that being the way they're going to do it. I I'm assuming at this point and from their um, discussion during state of the game, it's a real bummer. They couldn't give us exact numbers, but I suspect they're probably not even decided um, and I'm not sure if they would tell us anyways, but I, I just don't, I, I personally think that there's a way for them to do that where it's going to be like, eh, it's kind of dumb. Why would you do that? But whatever, it's fine. It doesn't make a big difference. The uh, the funny thing was, is I actually had explained before they had stay of the game. I said, well, if they do it in a way where you either get a couple extra spots in a pre-order or nothing. You can't expand it via microtransactions or anything like that. That's cool with me, whatever. Some it, it's like some people have the defiler and some people don't. By the end of the by the end game, it's probably not going to make a big difference. Um my issue was that if they actually did do it under microtransactions, it's like, well, that's cool that they can that you can do that. That's nice. Except now it is kind of like a it, it feels worse, right? So the way it appears is that the, this ultimate edition is going to be the only way to get the extra spots and that you'll be able to upgrade to that edition at any time, but that they will not be doing micro microtransactions to increase your stash space, which just tells me it's probably going to be a pretty insignificant thing. Um, it's, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I mean, of all of the issues that I've talked about, I definitely think the stash one is the one that's the most um, worthy of keeping an eye on for sure. I still just don't believe that it deserved the amount of outrage it got. And, and I, and I will assume everyone that, that was outraged about it had good intentions. But again, I just warn people to, to, to make sure that you, uh, you consider everyone's motivations behind, um, the things that they do and say, 
especially people who are making money off of those opinions and who need clicks and views. And that includes myself. I, I have never tried to fool anyone that I'm a huge fan of the game. I have a relatively close relationship with a few of the people involved with the game. I had the star player program I went on. I have a lot of thoughts about that, and I don't think that people should think I'm as biased because of that as they do, but I'm not going to talk about that. It doesn't need to be said, but at the end of the day, I've always tried to be pretty clear about my biases, and I, and I will continue to be. Um, but I really think that that, at the very least, should give me some credibility to be able to express my opinions and have them taken seriously. That's up to you guys. We'll go from there. So, for the speculation section, I'm going to move on. And uh, speculation, I'm actually going to go pretty short on it. Um, I'm going to kind of cover some of the stuff I did tweets on where I um, showed a few of the new concept photos and kind of talked about them a little bit. So, the ones of interest to me were um, they they had one that was really cool. And, and if you look at it, you, you can find it um, on my Twitter and stuff like that. But it, it's on... Um, it, it's on a street. There's two agents in front of us. One's holding a crossbow with some kind of LMG on their back. It looks like an M240, but I could be wrong. Um, and then there's another agent running with, you can't really tell what kind of guns they're carrying. It looks like maybe a shotgun and some kind of assault rifle. Um, and there's a few cool things going on. Um, so the one agent, you can see they have a drone on their back. It just looks sweet. The other one has has a seeker mine. And then some other object. I'm going to guess it's some variant of the hive. Um, and, and so those are kind of neat. And, and they actually both have what looks like to be two different variants of the hive. Um, we know that there's going to be different variants. There's going to be one that like possibly repairs armor, um, that attacks the weak spots like we saw in the demo, stuff like that. Uh, what's, what, what the other stuff that's cool in the scene is um, off in the distance there um is in, in in the street there's a cloud of green smoke and coming out of that green smoke are three enemies um one's holding a shield and a pistol the other one's holding some kind of assault rifle and the third one that's staying up on a bus is holding a um an, a mp5k which is a extremely compact version of the mp5 um it's a gun i actually predicted in my gun video uh, my gun wish list uh, that I, I thought would be in the game and I was hoping would be in the game. Um, it may not be in our hands. You know, we've seen that before that there's guns the enemies use or and attachments that we don't get to touch, but it's still cool to see. The neat thing is that these enemies are all wearing gas masks. And what's notable about that is um, I, I've been guessing for a while that there was going to be some kind of faction that would replace the cleaners. Um, and, and I, I assumed that we would get some kind of faction that wouldn't just fight the normal way. You know, like, like essentially the rioters, Rikers, and LMB all fight the same way. They have guns, they approach, they move, they shoot at us. The cleaners are a little bit different where they're tossing flame grenades. They're shooting flamethrowers at us. They have like a weird way of fighting compared to the other factions. I, I had a feeling we would get that with Division 2 from at least one faction. And it looks like we may have seen that. So there's a few things about that I think are interesting. The green smoke implies to me that there's going to be a chance that whenever you encounter these guys, they're going to have a unit that pops off a bunch of smoke around the entire battlefield that may or may not do something to us. I assume the point is that it would and that their gas mass prevents it from hurting them. So I'm going to guess it's going to be some kind 
of um of like irritant where if you're if your character gets caught in it you get like a flashbang effect or something like that um and that we may have to take our own precautions when we're fighting these enemies um the 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 one with the shield and the gun is really interesting to me because um it looks like it's going to end up being kind of like one of the shotgunner classes like the the rush class but we haven't had that before we've had the axemen that have a shield with an axe um and we've had the like the lmb shotgunners um but they don't have like protection and so i think the idea of a highly mobile unit with a light shield and a pistol will just be kind of a a, a neat change to the way that plays out. So I'm really, really curious to learn more about this faction. Kind of had a feeling that we would have some weird, some, some kind of faction like this in the game. And I'm really curious to see what, uh, how they flesh out. The other thing in this screenshot to notice is on the right side of the screenshot one, there is a Kerman coffee. So we know that franchise is returning, which is super cool. Above that is a sign uh, or a flag that has three stars at the top. Uh, two um, red stripes, horizontal, a white background, and it says DC is ours now. I'm going to guess that is not the faction that we're seeing. That's not their markings. Um, it may be the True Sons, but I think it very well may be a third faction that we don't know about yet. So be on the lookout for that. And then below that, we see um, these two blobby kind of objects that are in this green. It's the same color green as the gas. That this new faction is in and it's got a basically an upside down anarchist or a symbol that looks like it's been stenciled um you see it in two spaces you see it on a like a like a bus stop and you see it on a um like a road sign and so i'm assuming that's going to be the marking of this new faction um so this screenshot i thought was really really cool um i really enjoyed looking at it um another one worth taking a peek at um is uh one where uh there's a few agents um walking near um i believe it's the Otagon building and um a few things to notice about it so on the agents again you see i believe it looks like a seeker mine um i think it's just an acr and um there is a pump uh stockless shotgun so uh it, it's it's like a sawed off pump shotgun right now we have the double barrel shotguns that are the, the cutoff that's your secondary but this one appears to be um a, a, a pump version which would have more rounds in it than just the two shots just kind of a neat little detail something that i bet we will likely see in the in the final game um the agent in front actually has these green kind of glowing things on their back um, and my guess and some other people's guesses when I posted this is that that's going to be an alternative type of ammo for the chem launcher. So in the demo, we saw the chem launcher shoot the flammable gas that you would shoot it within some enemies and then fire the uh, fire into that gas, create a spark and it would set all on fire, set all of the enemies within its range on fire. Um, I suspect this is going to be a different variant um, because it's green and a lot of people associate that currently with healing. I wouldn't be surprised if it has something to do with that. I think that the impression right now is that healing is actually going to be armor repair. Um, that we, we so far we've seen no indication that there's actually quote unquote healing in the division two, but rather the armor repair um, that involves like the armor plating. Um, I'm, I'm also going to throw it out and just guess that we, we probably won't have a lot of 
burst healing or repairing of the armor um unless it's maybe a very specialized kind of gear set addition or something like that but we'll have to see um other things in in here um to in the in the main building that's on the corner to to the left above it is a big biohazard symbol and within it there's some markings um it's hard to tell is it graffiti is it not um it kind of looks like a skull to me if you look at it really closely um it looks like or a gas mask so it very well could be um that gas faction we've seen that could be one of the ways that they uh, let people know they're around by defacing those biohazard symbols or maybe it could be a whole different faction or enemy in, entirely you know we don't we don't know that yet um, with this one, there wasn't really anything else that significant other than um, it just looks kind of cool. Um, some people were pointing out that the the way that the building is that has that graffiti on it kind of looks the way that a lot of the buildings in the DZ or the wall of the DZ looked. Um, so there's some thought that that may be part of the wall, that building may be. I, I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll have to see. That's a, that's a thing I, I don't think we have uh, figured out that much about yet. Um there was some there was a bunch of other stuff released there there was a really cool uh, nighttime um shot released with the white house in the background kind of lit up um it, it looks like it's in like a setup for like it looked like it was like a uh, where they were selling trinkets and stuff it, there's a there's a um a, like a white house ornament stand in the background there's a couple of civilians picking through the trash and there's a drone up above um, there's nothing too significant on here that I noticed. Um, one of the division agents that you see has a like a sheriff badge on the backpack that they're wearing. Um, so, so so far we've seen that there's an armband that has the shade logo in it. We know that we have the little trinkets that can hang from your backpack, but I'm wondering if this is a and maybe telling us that either this type of backpack has that sheriff badge on it. That's how you identify it. Or that maybe we'll have some kind of patch or something that we can put on um, on on our backpacks. Maybe there's going to be other ways you can customize the equipment that you're using. I don't know. We will uh, we'll have to see. Um, this is just a really cool shot. Um, it kind of reminds me that um, we're, while I know people are going to miss the snow effects and stuff like that of Division One, um, I still think we're going to get some really beautiful like views and and some stuff uh, to look at in uh division two i think it's just gonna be different um the 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 screenshots that really interest interested me and not really one in particular um but was the ones that weren't just concept art but that were actual screenshots from the game and the main reason they interested me and, and, and there's a bunch of them you should just look at them in general is that if you remember back when they first released the division trailers back in 2013 there was you know, like the streets are just full of junk and trash and, and it just looked so full. And then when the game actually came out, a lot of people commented about how reduced that was and how empty it kind of felt. Um, and, and that's fair. I think that's a fair criticism. I still think it looks pretty damn good, but that said, um, I, I'll say from looking at these, the, the actual screenshots from the game, um, it, it does look like they've kind of fully fulfilled that original idea. I, I suspect it has a lot to do with, the, the upgraded engine with them just being more familiar um, with the game and, and, and how they can use the engine and stuff like that. But um, I will say just from in general, from all the actual screenshots they released uh, between the vegetation, the trash, uh, just the world building in general just looks really, really, really cool. I'm excited to see how, uh, how it ends up. 
to wrap things up here, um, I'm going to talk about some gaming news. So we have Battlefield 5 coming. Um, we have Red Dead Redemption 2 and Fallout 76 and Black Ops 4 all coming. Those are games I'm actually all interested in. And I've been really kind of racking my brain about like which ones I'm actually going to play. Um, I think I'm probably going to go with BF5 and um, Red Dead for sure. I would, I'll say that I, I want to play the demo of Fallout. I love the Fallout games very, very dearly. But I'm still a little worried it won't really be my thing. Um, Black Ops 4, I, that may be like a later purchase for me. I really enjoyed the beta. Um, I thought it played really well. It reminded me of some of the fun I used to have in the non-Skyboy fly-around Call of Duties. And um, it, it, well, I'll, maybe. That one's a maybe for me. I have kind of talked about, and my, my mind very well may change on this, but I've really gotten to the point, especially after looking back at some information on it, I just have no desire to get Anthem anymore. Uh, I'm, maybe that will change. Uh, that'd be cool if it did, you know. Um, I'm not against changing my mind on that if something really blows my mind. But I really went back and I tried to look at some stuff about Anthem and, and just knowing kind of how much hype is going to be going on for Division 2 when that releases. I just I just don't care. It it, it really kind of killed hype for me. I, it really just ended up not being as interesting as I hoped it would be. And at this point, I kind of just think maybe it'll be better than I think, and I, I genuinely hope it is for the people who are really excited for that game. But um, I, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to do it, uh, you know, but, but we'll see. The last thing is, uh, well, second to last thing, is World War Three has been getting a lot of talk lately, probably from people getting paid to talk about it. But it, essentially, if you haven't seen it, it basically looks like a update of Battlefield 4. It's uh, being done by a fairly small studio um in poland so it's not ea it's not dice um for better or worse um but it looks interesting and and the way that they're doing a lot of the mechanics in the game is it's kind of like battlefield 4 taking the next step when it comes to gear and stuff like that um but not being like all the way into arma but it does have mechanics like being able to load out your character however you want but you get punished for being too heavy by being slow and stuff like that so um, I'm I'm really curious to see how that game's going to work out, and I'll be keeping an eye on that. It's going to be an early access on Steam, so I wouldn't be surprised if I end up uh, you know, getting in there and, and testing it out and doing it on stream a bit. Now the last thing is Dead Cells. I, I uh, was inspired by seeing a few people talking about it, playing it. That game is really fun. For 25 bucks, I think it's a really good way to waste some of your time right now. Um, it, it's I will say that it's extremely frustrating, the way that it's set up. Um, but it's supposed to be, um, and, and I really do encourage you. If you got 25 extra bucks, I bought it on Xbox. If you're going to stream it, I actually suggest getting it on steam because there's a, uh, so like there's Twitch integration where the people watching can actually, uh, impact the game while you're playing it. Um, Xbox does not have that at least not right now. It doesn't. Um, but yeah, dead cells, I highly suggest checking it out. It will both be very fun satisfying and extremely frustrating that's why i have this week next week like i said in the following week i'm going to split um some of my uh, uh conversation with deep fried dave about lore and division one and two we had some really fun talks about that um next weekend uh for labor day i'm actually going to be in chicago 
with my wife. It's going to be her birthday. We're going to, we're going to do some stuff and we're going to go on a little trip. So I will not be streaming next weekend. Um, I may stream on like labor day cause we're going to come back and do nothing. Um, but yeah, so just don't be surprised if you don't see, um, I'm even thinking about turning off my Twitter, logging out and just enjoying the weekend with just her and I. So, uh, you know, I'll be updating on that, but be on the lookout for that. That said, um, if you have questions that you want me to answer on here, or if you have topics that you want me to cover, go ahead and ask me on Twitter or discord. You should see the links for those below. If you want to check out the echo cast and other places, I don't know where you're listening to it. Now it is on anchor iTunes and SoundCloud. I also post the episodes on my YouTube. You can find me on Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch as Bond Diesel. You can find me on Instagram as Bond Diesel underscore Twitch. And if you would like to support me in some particular way, you can do it via Twitch while I'm streaming, or you can do it through the Anchor link. So please check it out. That's what I have for you this week. This was the Echo Cast. I am Bond Diesel, and until next time. Yeah.